Untangling the Wire, that's the waiver pickups for this week going into week five. We've got some interesting ones here this week, I think. A couple of really interesting plays, especially at running back and at tight end, and some at quarterback as well. The way it works here is, if you're new, I want you to understand, I only talk about players rostered in 50% or under in Yahoo, ESPN, and Sleeper Leagues. Most of the ones this week are way under and almost available everywhere, which is a good thing. We'll kick it off and we'll start with the quarterbacks. Joshua Dobbs. If you are quarterback needy, Dobbs may be your guy. He has at least one touchdown in three straight games. He's also rushed for over 40 yards in three straight games, scoring over 20 fantasy points in two out of those three games. The Bengals are up next. Quarterbacks have had a lot of success against the Bengals so far. The Bengals give up the 11th most fantasy points to opposing teams' quarterbacks. So if you need a plug-and-play this week coming up with the start of the bye weeks, Joshua Dobbs is not a bad option. He's 5% rostered in Yahoo, 2% rostered in ESPN, 9% rostered on Sleeper. Probably give up about 5% of my budget for him. The next two quarterbacks are guys I would be more interested in. Sam Howell. This guy, um, he's a great plug-and-play for Week 5. The Commanders play the Bears in Week 5. Howell has six touchdowns on the season. The Bears have given up 10 touchdowns this season. 10. Three of the first four games... Quarterbacks have thrown for three touchdowns against the Bears. And the one game where the quarterback didn't have three touchdowns, he had 300 yards, and that was Baker Mayfield. And he threw for one touchdown. So that's either 300 yards or three touchdowns in each of the first four games this season the Bears have given up. That's the fifth most fantasy points to opposing teams' quarterbacks. Sam Howell's a very nice plug-and-play in, in Week 5. He's only 18% rostered on Yahoo, 9% rostered on ESPN. 20% roster on Sleeper. I'd do like 5 to 10% of my budget on him. He's really, really going to be a good play, though. You may want to do more if you really feel you need the help there at quarterback. Say you have Joe Burrow. Another guy who may not be out there in your league. Uh, he is rostered in over 50% on ESPN and Sleeper. But he's only rostered 40% in Yahoo, so he might be available. It's another quarterback to consider is C.J. Stroud. He had yet another 300-yard game and 2 TD performance. He's passed for over 280 yards and two touchdowns in each of the last three games. If he's available, he'd be my top quarterback a waiver ad. Just unlikely. I would probably do Stroud, Howell, Dobbs in that order if I needed a quarterback. Howell looks to be available almost everywhere. C.J. Stroud less likely. But Stroud is a great play. We need to start taking him seriously. We need to start taking that Texas passing game seriously as we move forward. Let's move into running backs. We have a name here who you may never have heard of before. Some of you may have. Some of you haven't. Every week someone gets hurt. It, it appears this season. Every week some running back becomes a hot name on the waiver wire. This week's no different. It's Jaleel McLaughlin. Javante Williams of the Denver Broncos, left the game with a hip injury. Jaleel McLaughlin went in. He had 104 yards and a touchdown against the Bears, who we know don't have a good defense. We're going to be talking about the Bears a lot, I think, and how bad they are defensively. 
I hear people talking about how electric Jaleel looked. I hear people talking about how great he played. He did. He had a very good game. What you need to remember here that's more important than that is they pivoted to Jaleel McLaughlin, not to P. Ryan, uh, when Javante left the game. The coaches really liked Jaleel McLaughlin. They talked about him all through the preseason. Schedule gets a little bit tougher, so I wouldn't expect some uh, great games, especially next week. You have to remember... The Bears give up the second most fantasy points to opposing teams' running backs. It's just something to take into consideration before you consider breaking the bank on this guy. The good news is Jaleel McLaughlin's available everywhere. He's only rostered in 3% of leagues in Yahoo, 0% roster ship in ESPN, 2% roster on Sleeper. I'd probably do anywhere between 10 and 15 of my budget and my fab money if I desperately need a running back. He's a nice ad. He's probably going to get more touches as we go through the season. Injury gave him the chance, and he actually probably played better than Javante's been playing. Next up, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba is starting to split snaps, it appears, with uh, Miles Sanders for the Panthers. Chuba had 14 rushing attempts and two targets in week four. Sanders is a little banged up, uh, but he did play Hubbard led the Panthers, though, in carries. He looks to be in, in the running back committee now with Sanders, as I mentioned. The Lions are up next. They're a little stingy against running backs, but if you're needy at running back and you need somebody who's going to get touches, it looks like Chuba's going to be getting more touches as the season goes on, and he's playing pretty well. 25% rostered in Yahoo, 18% rostered in ESPN, 32% rostered in Sleeper. I'd only blow about 5% of my fab budget on him. If you're really desperate, um, Matt Breida, he's still out there almost everywhere. Nobody is enamored by him. With Saquon Barkley out, he did have a touchdown in week three. He plays tonight. We'll see how he does tonight. But week five, the Giants play Miami, who is a bottom 10 team against a run. So if Barkley misses another game and is going to be out week five, Breed is a nice plug and play there. Another guy that I've talked about a few times, and, and I'm honestly surprised I keep talking about this guy as well, it's a three-headed running back by committee. This running back seems to be the most efficient there, even though he's not getting the most touches, is Latavius Murray. He had four carries for 32 yards to lead the Bills in rushing in, in week four. He had two receptions for 24 yards. He's been super, super, super efficient, the old man has, splitting time in that Bills backfield. I'm watching this closely. He's available almost everywhere as well. If something happens to James Cook or or who knows, they might just decide Murray's being a lot more efficient as they move forward in, in gameplay. Uh, Latavius Murray's somebody to monitor. Wide receivers, we had a, a breakout game for Michael Wilson. It was really nice to see a lot of us were talking about Michael Wilson in the preseason for the Arizona Cardinals. He had his best game as a pro, saw seven targets. He turned that into 76 yards and two touchdowns. He's second on the team in snaps at wide receiver. And let's face it with the Cardinals, they need somebody to be producing at wide receiver. This guy's probably going to be the guy. He's really good. He's a really good rookie. He's getting opportunity. 2% rostered on Yahoo, 1% rostered on ESPN, 6% on Sleeper. Again, I'd only probably drop about 5% of my budget. A guy I love is up next here, Curtis Samuel. He plays for the Washington Commanders. He's third on the team in targets in week four. He had eight targets, so he turned that into seven receptions for 51 yards. So in PPR, he's somebody I'd consider adding. He also ran the ball one time for one yard and had a TD. If you're not familiar with Curtis Samuel and his production, when healthy before uh, an injury he had a couple of years ago, he was utilized a lot as both running the football and catching the football and was an amazing fantasy asset. If they're going to start utilizing him in the running game 
again now. He will be a fantasy asset again also. Again, he's probably more of a speculative ad, someone to watch. 9% rostered on Yahoo, 12% on ESPN, 14% rostered on Sleeper. I might drop 2% of my fab to get him if it's a deeper league with deeper benches. Other guys to consider, especially in deeper leagues. Nick Westbrook, Akini, six targets, five receptions, 51 yards, and a TD. Watch that. If Traylon Burks is out, it, it, it appears Nick Westbrook Akine is, is somebody that is trusted there, and he gets to see targets. Romeo Dubs, believe it or not, is still available in about 47% of fantasy leagues out there. Romeo Dubs, 13 targets, 9 receptions, 95 yards in Week 4. Love Trussum. If he's available in your league, he, he needs to be rostered. It's, it's ridiculous that he's still out there. He's just producing every week. Moving on to tight end. Johnu Smith, and I know, I know, no one thought we'd ever be talking about Johnu again. I think, especially since he went to the Falcons and they had Kyle Pitts, the amazingly talented young player who hasn't produced very much since his rookie season. We need to be paying attention to Johnu and what he's doing down there in Atlanta. He has 20 targets in the last three games. 20. In Week Four, he had six targets, six receptions, and 95 yards. Ritter's targeting him. Next week, the Falcons play the Texans. The Texans give up the 10th most fantasy points to opposing teams' tight ends. Let's face it, almost everybody is TE needy, right? This guy has some life in him. He's available literally everywhere. He is 0% rostered on Yahoo. He is 0% rostered on ESPN. And he is only 2% rostered on Sleeper. Look, if you need a tight end, drop between 5 and 10% of your budget on him. If they're going to keep utilizing him this way... He's probably going to help your fantasy team. Another guy I'm surprised is out there so much because his target volume is so high at tight end is Zach Ertz. He has 30 targets over the first four games. That is the second most targets at tight end in the league behind TJ Hawkinson, who has 31. So there's plenty of opportunity here. There's a large volume of passes coming to Zach Ertz. I know he doesn't do much with them. He catches the ball. He gets tackled. It's okay. If you're playing PPR... This guy's a good tight end to have on your roster and to play. Next up are the Bengals. They give up the fifth most points to opposing teams' tight ends. He had six receptions for 53 yards on 10 targets in week four. Volume's going to be there. This guy's available. Add him. Both of these guys should be rostered, Zach Ertz and John o. Smith, in just about every single league because they're two of the tight ends who are actually producing. 26% rostered in Yahoo!, 56% rostered on ESPN, 36% rostered on Sleeper. I'd drop, again, between 5 and 10 of my fab budget on him if I was playing for fab. That's Zach Ertz. Thank you for joining me for Untangling the Wire. I try to get this done in 15 minutes or less. I hope you all appreciate that. And remember to listen later on in the week when we have Cheat Sheet for the DFS plays every single week. So join us for Cheat Sheet later in the week. Thank you, everyone. Bye.